perfect harmony. Friend of show, 55. He's the top three and three. We'll replace that because we have a chance to talk with 55, formerly known as Terrell Buckley. Of course, does 55 the number of interceptions he had in the NFL, regular season and postseason. Uh, By the way, Jair Alexander's got a ways to go. He is seven, previously known as Jair Alexander, taught in college by 55 himself. And we have golf to talk about. We had our round at Aaron Hills, of which 55 was a part of. Good afternoon, 55, formerly known as Terrell Buckley, the current head coach also of Orlando in the XFL. Well, good afternoon. Hey, man, I heard you guys going in about this spread. I like that. I like a little, little competition. And uh, let's deal first with, before we get to the Packer game and what happened in the secondary, which I'm sure you can explain. Uh, all right, you, golfed, you golfed with the two of us at Aaron Hills. Uh, yes. Give us an update on your analysis of the uh, event performance, et cetera. I would say uh, very surprised. Uh, both of you guys can hit the ball well. Both of you guys understand golf. Uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Usually, uh, when when guys talk like you guys do, uh, you really can't play. And so I was really really surprised because both of you guys have game. Hey, T Buck, it was Homer really talking, doing all the talking. By the way. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Homer surprised me. He actually hit the ball very well. I, I for a, for an old guy, he can move it a little bit. For an yes, old guy, can. thanks. You got any other qualifiers you're in there for someone who could be well, dead, I mean, for someone not, who walks on young. one leg? I'm stating facts, man. I like to state facts. <laughs> well, I, it was it was good. I had a great time. Uh, the competition was great. Uh, first time playing, teeing off in, in fog where you couldn't see. So, <laughs> right. uh, great great experience. How'd you so like you, to, how'd you, yeah, you had never played Aaron Hills before. Uh, what'd you think? Oh, it was awesome. I, you know, I, I can't wait till uh, I can get there and do it again. Uh, very, very impressed. Very impressed. Where, where are you taking me when I come to Orlando? Because I'm coming man, to Orlando. Yeah, it's just a plethora of places, man. You just, you just got to look and find. You got the Disney uh, course. You I look at, you're taking me. You're hosting me now. Let's go. Yes, there, there are a bunch of places we can tee it up at. All right, good, good. I'm just coming down and getting in you, the car. If you, if you're afraid of the water. No. Uh, then I'm going to take you to that course anyway. <laughs> By the way, we want to thank Rich Tock. He's the yes. head he guy is. at Aaron Hills. He's fabulous. Uh, he's probably the best of all of us. At the yeah. age of 72, he's still shooting <laughs> oh, his yeah. age. It's crazy. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love playing. He is awesome. Yes, I agree. So we, wa- we want to thank him. And we did not have head-to-head. But head-to-head, 55, you against Tony Smith. You think you can take him? Because if you guys play in Orlando, I'd like to know. Match play. Yeah, Tony, Tony has a great game. It would, be, it would be back and forth for nine holes. Will you play, for as, much, for, will you play for as much then, money as you and Michael Jordan used to play for? Uh, before he ante up, yes, we can do that. We can we can play for that, and then on the back nine, uh, it, it should be get really really interesting. Now you did not do this, but rumor has it that people that have played with him claim that he and uh, Lawrence Taylor would play for six figures a hole. They hey, whatever they're saying, most likely it's true. Uh, it, they didn't care. I Whoa. mean, it, it could be whatever. Whatever they felt like, per shot, uh, per putt, 
uh, you can't hit this shot. I'm going to outdrive you on this. Uh, it, it just just made it up as they went. Wow. All right, all right enough of the, the golf nonsense. Let's get to the – I got to hear an uh, analysis from a real player. I'm hearing oh. the analysis from everybody else. What the hell happened in that game? Against Jefferson. Well, first well, you of guys, yeah, speaking, why, you know, why, why, why can't they cover Jefferson? What's going on? Well, they actually can. You know, it's one of those things you go in, you spend all summer uh, in camp trying to implement your vision on what the defense is supposed to look like. And when you play in zone, you figure guys are pros too. At a certain point, everybody has to do their job, drop to their spot, look, don't come up, let the guy come behind you. Corner-wise, you stay on your side, I stay on my side. Uh, the great thing about having now 17 games, you can get better and improve from week to week. So what you saw last week, won't be the same thing that you see the next week. Well, uh, we hope not. They play again down the road. Well, boy, we're saying it was horrible. Are we exaggerating how bad it was? There's no way I can comprehend how a receiver that good could be that wide open ever. Is that an exaggeration or is that accurate, even though, and it will get better? Well, when you play in zone, that is an exaggeration because guys, uh, you look at Cooper Cup, the year he had, and, and Randy Moss, all those guys, uh, Michael Irvin, uh, Jerry Rice. And you think about the years that Jerry Rice had, and every year he managed to catch 15, 20 touchdowns. And uh, just think about the two balls Jerry Rice had, 300 yards and such and such. And you're like, how can he be that open? They scheme. They understand what you can and cannot do. Uh, and if the defense doesn't adjust properly, uh, then that stuff happens. Uh, eventually, the defense starts to adjust to those situations, and as you see, those numbers start to come back down for guys like Jefferson. All right, now we get to part so, two. I don't, I don't know why they didn't play. Why Why did they stick with zone then? Right, why doesn't Jair guard him? Like, we got all off season. Okay, Homer's the head coach. Yeah. Homer says, look, it, I don't know how we're going to lose. And they had talked about Belichick being this way. But I know how we're not going to lose. We're taking away what they do best. And what they do best is Jefferson. So, Jair, while we don't normally do this, we adjust to the opposition. You're on him, and we're going to do whatever we can, knowing what they're going to play as often as possible, you and him or, one-on-one. Or, or, or T-Buck, do you think that they said, you know what, I don't think Kirk Cousins can beat us. We're worried about Dalvin Cook. Okay. So what about when you have someone as good as Jair – why don't you just put him on? That's I'm not even a football coach. That's what I would well, have done. If you, if you if you look at everything that you guys are saying is is on point about you have to stop the run first, and you figure in your zones that the guy's not going to run have time to run all the way over the field behind the linebackers in between in front of the corners to catch the balls. If you look at Jefferson catches, they was always across the field in zone, finding the soft spot. They would never, I'm just going to run straight down the field and outrun somebody, or I'm going to run a nice little route. It was off play action, off boot. So now you got to ask, besides the point, okay, I want to put Jair on that side with it, outside. And Jair actually has the ability to play outside, left, right, and inside. So that's an adjustment I'm pretty sure they're looking at right now. Secondly, the contain. When you're doing them play action and rolling out, 
where's my pass rush? It goes hand in hand. It's not just like I'm gonna put a corner on on their best receiver, and that's gonna be the end of it. You, it has to be a combination of pass rush, proper zone techniques, and uh, pulling the quarterback up and stopping the run. All right. What don't we get? You guys, I think what you don't get is all of that stuff goes into it. But I think, Homer, you are you are trending in the right direction when you say, have all offseason, you know who you're going to play. You have to be forward thinking and, and saying, okay, let me, let me figure out a way to match this up. Let me do a 2-3 zone. Let me match him up, play zone behind it. We played uh, – when I was uh coach, we actually played in Foxborough. We played Boston – not Boston College. Uh, got the other during school. It's uh, UMass. We played UMass there. And they had a tight end, as we was looking at Tate, that had 90% of their catches. So we put our linebacker on him, man-to-man, and played zone around him. Now, we actually had to practice – uh, because the tight end would line up outside, he would line up inside, he would go weak side, strong side. So it takes time to fix all those little holes because normally if you're not matching up, then somebody would just slide out over him and either contain the quarterback. Let's say if he went to the side and the quarterback was going to boot to and the tight end went up on there like a boot to the opposite side. And the, the linebacker that we had on the tight end, if he went with the tight end, then you lose contain. So now you have to find out if he lines up here, the linebacker had to tap the end, I mean the tackle, and tell him, you got to cover me because I might be gone. Now, if he stayed in and blocked, we just had a bonus. If he released, then the tackle has to make sure that he loops, forget about pass rush, if it's a pass, and he has to swipe and get outside for contain. So those little bitty things that you don't see, that you're saying like, man, why they won't do that, that's one of the reasons that a lot of teams don't do that. Talking with 55, uh, formerly known as uh, Terrell Buckley, uh, I wanted to also ask you, because you played for uh, Belichick, that's what they've always said about him. What he does best is he changes every week. Which yes. I understand creates problems because the easiest thing over the course of a season is play the same way, then everybody gets better and better at it. He literally is given credit for looking at a team exactly that way and whoever they're playing, priding on taking away whatever that team likes to do best, regardless of what other changes are necessary for his defense. Is that, uh-huh. is that point accurate? Uh, a thousand percent, and that's the type of coach. When you watch us play in the XFL, you're going to see that too because what you have to do now is select a bunch of smart players, right, that if they're athletic uh, athletic and smart is like what you want. Yes, we change every week, and because most coaches, offense and defense, they're going to do the same thing week in and week out, and – and the coaching in the NFL is a little bit different than coaching in high school and college. So when you say, I got to get better every week, and you're wondering why this guy's making the same mistakes every week, well, just think about it. Everybody's trying to get schematically 
you know, when you hire coaches, you like a guy from Denver that, that you watch that. Well, why did Denver hire him? Because he, the terms everybody uses, he got, he's one of the brightest minds. You know, his dad was a coach and he knows all this. And, and you see what happened. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Not, that's not the answer. The answer is what Coach Belichick and guys that have played with him and been under him understands that. Now, do you have the guts? Do you have the – you got the knowledge, but do you really have the guts to and want the effort to be able to change every week? It takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. And you, and you got to, like you said, have a lot of smart players. T-Buck, on a scale of 1 to 10, how surprising was this outcome of the Packer game for you? 10 being, it was, it was, 10 being really surprising. I, will, I would say it was uh, seven and a half. Wow. Because, the, because if you really think about it, the Vikings have weapons. They've had weapons on offense. Now you look at who's the new head coach, right? He He's bringing what he's learned, bringing that, that Rams uh, uh, philosophy, the, the rollouts and the boots and, and all that stuff to him. So I'm pretty sure the Packers watched the Rams and knew they was going to do that. Now, the surprising part for me was how the offense kind of performed. With all that going on, if the offense punches in, you know, a couple touchdowns early, then that's going to change what they're doing over there. And now you're talking about a totally different subject. That's why I have a problem uh, in a team sport when they give all the credit to a quarterback or they give all the heat to a quarterback or – they give all the credit to the offense. The Rams won the Super Bowl because of how their defense performed. But you won't know that because all they talk about is offense. It is truly, ultimately, a team sport. And the offense can bail out the defense. The defense can bail out the offense. And if you go all the way back to the Packers in New Orleans when they won the Super Bowl, tell me what unit and what player actually won the Super Bowl. It wasn't Brett Favre. It wasn't all these other guys. It was the defense and Reggie White. Slash, I would give them two coins. But the guy that I give all the coins to, Desmond Howard. The team coach and Desmond Howard. All right. all right. When you coach, and you're going to be starting soon as the head coach of yeah. the Orlando XFL, when people analyze you after a game or a season, what is the first thing you want them to say about 55, formerly known as Terrell Buckley? Are you actually are you using that? Have you changed your name to 55, or are you still going with Terrell Buckley? I'm looking at it. Uh, okay. I'm looking yeah. at changing 55 or T-Buck. Um, what are they going to say first, or what do you want them to say first about you as head coach? What they're going to say is team and how he is. It's smart, they play smart, they play fast, and they're fearless. That's how I play. Smart, I I smart fast, and I was fearless. And fearless. SFF. Smart, fast, and fearless. There you I've go. always viewed smart. my life that way. I like that. There you go. I'm going to change my name. And that's smart, what they're going to say. I don't think I can go fast. Not quite. Not quite. All right. 55, <laughs> always a treat. It was great to play golf. And I look forward to hearing on the uh, head-to-head, the Hall of Famer Tony Smith against 55, formerly known as Terrell Buckley, in Orlando. Uh, assuming you have time, I really think it should be 18-hole. 
head-to-head. Come on, like match play. Oh, it's going to be 18 hole. I was yeah. just saying the first nine is going to be tight, man. I'm going to pull away at the end. There. But I agree. I will see you guys. I appreciate it always. Take care of yourself. And anytime you want me on, let me know. All right, will do. Yeah. Again, the college coach, in addition to everything else, of Jair Alexander. 55, formerly known as T-Buck. Next.